Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where if you gave me a million dollars, I would take a chop from Walter. It's lost in the midcard. Here we are. We're back. We took a week off, recharged the batteries because holy shit, we got a stretch of wrestling coming your way. We got, jeez, uh, uh, we got Raw. We, had, uh, we got Hall of Fame. We got TakeOver. Got TakeOver. SmackDown. WrestleMania. Raw. NXT moves to Tuesdays. Hey, while I'm at it, We'll uh, do a little programming announcement. Uh, this is obviously a special Friday show, but going forward, we are now going to be every Thursday. We are now going to record after Dynamite comes off the air, so you'll get our very fresh takes of Dynamite, not our six-day-old takes of Dynamite, so that'll be a lot of fun. So after this Friday episode, we will uh, uh, give our Roma- uh, WrestleMania reactions and, of course, the Raw after Mania, NXT after Mania, and Dynamite uh, next week we'll give you all that reaction on our new time thursday next week but first to thank you to spiderduck.net for being our host enabling us to be on itunes and spotify and any of your favorite podcasting apps just search for lost in the midcard hit that subscribe button that way you know every time a new episode comes your way uh typically every wednesday but now it's going to be every thursday and of course you want to subscribe because sometimes we come at you at a special time, which uh, in this case is going to be a Friday show, which uh, fits perfectly right between NXT and WrestleMania. Uh, you can subscribe also on the YouTube with the video version of the podcast. And the link to that is on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lost in the midcard or our Twitter at LITMC podcast, where we also share a lot of great tweets from the wrestling world. I'm your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers, as always. My co-host, he is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. It is Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? Been a long week, man. We're just we're just getting started. Just getting so. started. Uh, at least your work at week is about done. So, yeah, as is well. Mine. Yeah, so I, I guess technically night two of WrestleMania is next week. So, yeah. Yeah, yes, my work week is finished. Yeah, so I actually get to just watch wrestling and enjoy it. Like the fact that I'm actually going to get to watch WrestleMania Night One and not have to write about it—that's kind of cool. Yeah, kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got absolutely uh, 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 after Friday five o'clock hits. I uh, I will have absolutely nothing to do except for maybe taxes somewhere. <laughs> but uh, IRS approves. Yeah, they do, especially because I pay this year for the first time in a while. So I meant I meant Erwin Arshister. Yeah, oh that guy, that guy. Uh, it, it, like Saturday, you're not damn right. Uh, Saturday is uh, uh, going to be chock full of uh, of wrestling because uh, we got a, a TNA Impact Plus show at uh, in the afternoon, and then uh, three o'clock. And then night one of WrestleMania. Um, so, uh, what do you think of that? Uh, we're not going to talk Impact tonight because, well, uh, honestly, uh, they moved to Thursday and uh, Takeover was on tonight. But um, 
Uh, what do you think about hardcore justice here coming up on Saturday? Uh, any of that interest you at all? Not really. Um, I'll, I'll probably end up watching it. Um, but it's definitely not something that I'm hyped or excited about. I definitely, I definitely think rebellion is, is, is their show that all things lead to essentially right now, right now to me, just hardcore justice is an, is an unnecessary additional show in the already very busy, uh, week that we're in. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'll probably check it out, but look, if I just happen to forget that it's on, Oh, well, like, I don't think I'm going to feel like I missed anything if I, if I don't see this show. Yeah. It doesn't, I, it doesn't feel, it, it doesn't feel like a must see show to me. I mean, you're not excited for Shara and Hernandez. Not even a little bit. I do like that. They bumped Brian Myers and, and, and uh, Matt Cardona to rebellion. I because like that. They're, because they're doing um, Myers and Jake something at, Blind games uh, match. Yes, blind games in your house. I think originally Tommy was... Dreamer was calling himself the executive chair, the executive. Oh man, I forget what he. I forget what the C stood for, but he was calling himself the executive C wrestler, wrestler tonight. Yeah, executive chairman wrestler or something like that. And Brian Myers is like, you're the ECW. He's like, yes, I'm ECW. Just like, <laughs> I heard there is an ECW chan after that. So, <sighs> yeah, the card is just—it's just there. It's not that impressive. But I, I guess this is where we know Eric Young got hurt. Mm-hmm. So, um, and look, no offense, like I don't, I don't like to see anybody get hurt. But I, for one, am thrilled. <laughs> that this stable can fall by the wayside and just die a quick, tragic death. Um, because we can, we can forget, by design fucking sucks. We can forget. We can forget. We can forget. Rhino ever joined and just put him back with uh, Heath when he gets back. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I look get well soon, Eric. I hope. I hope it's not too serious or whatever. But uh, I couldn't be Turn happier. Turn ACLs. Oh, then it's pretty serious. Yeah. Well, I couldn't be happier that this stable is going away. Um, I think. Uh, so I think. There you go. I think Deanna and Jazz is going to. That'll probably be the. That'll honestly, that'll probably be the best thing on the show. The six women weapons match probably probably be cool. Um, and you know you got a little mystery with who the partners are for Josh Alexander, TJP, and Ace Austin in a triple threat tag match. But yeah, I I don't even know if I'm going to watch. Like I said, I if I, I happen to just forget that it's on on Saturday, I'm not going to be broken hearted. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the Masters instead, probably. Uh, oh, I'm definitely not watching that. Oh, I never miss a Masters. I uh, miss golf as much as I possibly can. This is a a little different show. We're not doing uh, headlines tonight, um, though there probably are plenty. But I think there'll be more important headlines after. WrestleMania. Plus, it. I've been talking all damn day. I just did an uh, an awesome show with uh, Ricky Chino uh, and uh, another gentleman on uh, on Sports Keto. We did a live show after Takeover, and uh, and of course, I talk for a, a living as well for my job. So, lots of words been spoken today by me, um, and it's already late. So, I don't think we need to go through headlines tonight. But uh, 
Uh, we'll definitely uh, kick in some headlines next week because there's definitely going to be a lot to talk about post-WrestleMania, uh, post-NXT. Uh, I will mention ratings. So were you surprised with the number that NXT drew? Or do you think a lot of it had to do with uh, it being available on Peacock as well? Or not WrestleMania, but TakeOver Night 1. I think a lot of people didn't realize that it was available on Peacock. Um, because I think if they did, there's no way they would have gotten that number Wednesday night. Um, why would you watch a pay-per-view with commercials when you can watch a commercial free on Peacock? Um, I, I think that it was a blink and you missed an announcement on Monday. Like they announced on raw that the thing was being simulcast. I didn't even notice it. I had to be told by someone else that it was set on the show. I completely didn't even hear them say it. So, so it's know, not like WWE was going out of their way to advertise that night one was going to be on Peacock. So I'm glad that it was because if it wasn't, I wouldn't have really, I wouldn't have watched it in the moment like I was able to on Wednesday. So why did they draw such a low number then? Because it was literally a takeover. Dude, they 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 outdrew AEW in viewership. They did, but I mean, still only they didn't even pull in eight hundred thousand people. Yeah, but it was still one of their best numbers they've done in months. I'm still, I'm just surprised. I figured it'd be a bigger number. Uh, I, I honestly, I wasn't. I was honestly, I was surprised the number was as high as it was uh, because I was expecting it was going to be somewhere in the five hundred thousands. Um, because everybody was going to be watching it on Peacock, and that was going to cut into the audience on USA. And clearly, it's just a lot of people didn't realize that it was on Peacock. And people watched it on the network instead, on the USA Network instead. Mm-hmm. So, I watched it on USA because I have, for now until I move next month, I have cable, so cable's always ahead. So I, did, I, I had a, I had AEW going on the television, and I had Takeover on my laptop. I, I watched them both at the same time. Yeah, I watched AEW right after, uh, right immediately after NXT. So, and we'll get into AEW in a little bit. Uh, let's talk Hall of Fame. Um, it was okay. It was a little weird. Uh, people looking around the crowd when there's no crowd. Uh, the the virtual... well, A lot of those people were probably in there experiencing the Thunderdome for the first time. No, I'm talking about the so... inductees. I'm talking about the inductees looking around. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they were... Oh. When, when they were in there talking, it was their first time entering that thunderdome uh, yeah so they're probably like yeah he's looking at these screens that's pretty cool so, yeah. you know type, type of deal um because a lot of those guys it's not like they're there every week yeah and then uh i mean basically the the virtual fans was just a recording of them clapping it was not that was not live with the uh because uh, every time you could every anytime you could see them it was they were clapping you know it was they so the- were they recorded that I think they recorded it before the final set of SmackDown tapings. Like they instructed, they instructed, hey, we're doing a, we're doing a series of clips for for the Hall of Fame. This is what yeah. we want you to do. Yeah. So they they just put them on. They put that on the screens for when the. Uh, yeah, it wasn't real time for when the Hall of Fame guys were out there, but the Hall of Fame people probably didn't know that. You know. No. It, yeah, that definitely wasn't real time, but. No. Uh fake golf clapping and fake cheers and stuff i that was weird too for a hall of fame thing i don't know but i don't know it, it, it was well i didn't mind it it yeah it just wasn't that great to me 
Uh, I did enjoy RVD's speech, and I, I did enjoy Kane's speech. I did enjoy Ozzy Osbourne's speech. <laughs> I, I thought Titus O'Neil had the best speech of the night. I was joking about uh, yeah, Titus had a great speech too. Of course, Ozzy were joking because his his package, his video package, was longer than his speech. So like, let's just get this over with. Yeah, where's well, my well, paycheck? Shut. Um, JBL still has me blocked on Twitter anyway, so yeah, fuck him. Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it was there. Well, let me point this out: JBL's little smartassness at the end of his speech. He would have never done that in front of a live crowd. Yeah, they'd have booed his dumb ass off the stage. Yeah. He acts like a big old badass, but honestly, he's a pussy. Yeah. The same guy that got knocked out by fucking Joey Styles. Like, fuck JBL. Yep. Exactly. NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver, night one. Uh, we kick off with the lovely Nita Strauss doing the uh, the uh, national anthem. Pete Dunn and Kushida kick things off, and... Uh, I think I think if uh, this was on night two, it probably would have been a more of a masterpiece. But they definitely had to worry about time on night one with uh, with being yeah, on sure USA. Sure, didn't have to worry about time tonight. No, uh, we'll get to that. But uh, I, I heard they cut time off of the of uh, the main event. Last the main night. event. Yeah. Um, I think Dunn and Kushida probably would have went at least five minutes more on a. Uh, on a on a regular takeover, they, they could have used the cuts of time off tonight's main event. Wow! Yeah, I said it. Forty minutes. Hey, I got my own opinions about that match, but we'll, we'll get wait till this. we get to the finish. Yeah, we're gonna probably have some interesting. I want. I'm interested to hear what uh, Matt has to say about that. But uh, uh, Pete Dunn hits the bitter end with the uh, the pinfall after ten minutes. So it was a pretty good. Uh, it was it was more like a solid television match than a than a uh, than a takeover style uh, epic, which I think they could have had if they if they were on night two. Um, and uh, speaking of which, how about you know Zoe Stark with an upset win against Tony Storm in the kickoff show? I thought that was kind of kind of cool. Uh, Zoe's definitely been turning a lot of heads. Uh, I know HBK and Triple H mentioned uh, how she's been turning a lot of heads on the uh, the conference call, I th- which I think was this morning this morning or yesterday or it had been this morning or, or maybe it was after the show i don't know it was right? that they did one tonight and they did one last night they're following the show everything's and all, and honestly i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of irked by it because i just i don't like the way they've i don't like the way they've used tony storm since she's been brought over yeah so i'm just like i feel like i feel like they're wasting her at nxt right now and and and, and I'm not, that's not to say that they're going to do any better with her on the main roster, um, but no. yeah, I, I I would like to see her actually utilized to the best of her abilities. Next up is the Gauntlet Eliminator uh, for the number one contendership of the North American Championship. Uh, we started off with uh, Swerve and Leon Ruff, and then Income. Bronson Reed, followed by Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, and L.A. Knight. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, speaking of someone not speaking of somebody else they're not using right. Man. Uh yeah, the final two sure surprised me with uh Swerve and Bronson, but the they it was so it was so obvious as soon as as soon as Knight and um and, and, and eliminated and Loomis w- and, and Loomis went out, it was so obvious who was winning. Mm-hmm. Like it it was it was painfully telegraphed. Yep. I rather would have had them surprise everybody like Cameron Grimes. Who's done win, a tremendous job. And and just done something with I think him and Johnny could have had a really, you know, great match tonight, probably better than what we got. Oh, I liked um, what I liked what we got. It was fine. I, I I didn't think it was I didn't think it was anything special. I, I really thought night one was far superior to night two. Which is what it was, which was the exact opposite that I was expecting. Yeah. When I sat down to watch these shows, I was thinking night one's like, this is the appetizer, but night two's going to be the main course. And they actually flipped it on me. I liked night one a lot more than I liked night two. Mm, yeah. I, I think it was too close for me to really call between the two. I think the match of the, of the, of the whole takeover was a night one. Um, but I, the, I oh, think definitely, definitely. Matt, the, the best match of the week so far was on night one. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I enjoyed the main event tonight more than most, probably. I thought it was, even though it was 40 minutes, I thought it was good. Um, it, it's so close to call, but, um, you know, it, it started off slow, but yeah, we'll get into night two in a little bit here. Uh, Leon Ruff first eliminated by Swerve. Of course, they've been feuding. No surprise there that Ruff was the uh, first one eliminated either. Uh, L.A. Knight, surprise quick elimination. I think he was only in the match about five minutes. He was the last one to enter and got eliminated third because uh, uh, as I accidentally skipped Dexter Loomis, who uh, uh, Reed hit a uh, running splash. or I'm sorry, uh, Loomis got rolled up by uh, L.A. Knight and... uh, then right after that, uh, big splash on LA Knight, and so he got eliminated. So two big favorites, LA Knight and Dexter Loomis, eliminated right away. Cameron Grimes got eliminated by Swerve Scott, and we got down to the final two. And I thought, I thought uh, Swerve and Bronson had a good final two at the end. Uh, those house calls that Swerve was hitting was uh, were pretty damn good. I thought they had a good finale, Matt. Yeah, it was fine for what it was. It was my least favorite thing on night one. Um, but it was all right. It was definitely a surprising final two. I think a lot of people would have thought it swerve was probably going to be second one to go at least. And uh, then maybe Bronson third. And then you go down to LA Knight, Cameron Grimes and Loomis. And it's a pick at that point. But, you know, they kind of swerved us, uh, pun intended. They kind of swerved us a little bit. And uh, Bronson Reed gets the win. He'll face a Johnny Gargano. Night two. Um, boy. Match of the night, match of the takeover. Could be match of Mania week. Uh, so fucking good. After I got done watching AEW, Matt, I rewatched Walter and Champa. <laughs> All right, then. I watched it twice. I watched it. I, I, after I got done with AEW, I went back. I also rewatched the tag match a little bit. I, I uh, but uh, I was not as focused as I was watching a second time with Walter and Champa. They put on a fucking clinic. Book it into NXT match of the year candidate in the marquees. Oh, for sure. These guys were. Oh man, 
I was so fucking worried when Champa landed on his knee and hobbled and ran funny. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I, I, I breathed a sigh of relief because the second time I watched it, I'm like, oh, Walter blocked it. And that's how his hand got hurt. Yeah, I saw your message. I was like, when you sent the DM. I'm like, I don't even understand what he's talking about. Live, I didn't catch it, but Champa landed so funny on his knee, and then he sold it so damn well. I thought he fucking got hurt, and I thought he tore his goddamn knee. Let um, me just say how grateful I am that Champa shaved his head and put some color back in his beard. He looks so much better like this. There he is than on the he, screen. Then he does with the with the Shawn Michaels hair <laughs> falling in from the top and the completely gray beard. He looks like an old homeless man. Yeah. Uh, he looks bald with some color in the beard. And that, fucking that's, great that's, that's, and, the, that's the way to get, that's the way to go for Champa, man. That's, and, and some fucking great shape too last night. He's always in great shape. My God, Walter breaking the table skirt in half. That was fucking cool. That I like that spot putting over how hard the chops are i loved that um fucking champa doing an air raid crash on walter man i this had this was my number one most looked forward to match of all a takeover and it fucking delivered and my god if they do it again next takeover i wouldn't bitch (laughs) but man Oh, and then when uh, they went to commercial, fucking Ciampa uh, did, I counted like 17 clotheslines during the commercial break. (laughs) How insane was that, Matt? Good shit, man. Man, I think he was trying to break the swing record with clotheslines instead. What did you think of Walter winning with the chop? I, I think it puts over how brutal it is uh some people didn't like it but i i didn't hate it i i thought it was uh a, a, a kind of a fitting way to to end the match i mean it's a it's a typical walter finish like yeah. walter's uh walter ends matches out of nowhere he he's not really uh walter's not the type of guy that um builds up to a finish or hits a finisher t- t- type of type of deal he he ends people and he ends people suddenly. Yeah. And I mean, that's just, that's just the way he's always been. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't mind the finish at all. I actually, I like, I, I agree with you. I thought it put over how devastating uh, that man's chops are. And Chamba was just breaking down and beating on so bad throughout the match that that was just enough to end. Yeah. Now, like I, I, I actually, I liked, I liked the finish. Mm-hmm. Walter's chest. Holy crap, that looked that looked bad, but not as bad as Kyle O'Reilly's back at the end of the night. I really um if we don't revisit this, Matt, I I, I kind of want Walter cross against Cross. I think that would be so intense. And uh I don't God, I mean who's gonna take the title off of Walter? that UK title. I mean, do you move him to NXT and just have him relinquish it? Is that, that's going to about be the only logical thing you could do, right? 
Triple H said on the conference call, on the media call after night one, it's like the flight from from Orlando to the UK is only seven hours. True. He, he said once the world opens up more, if, if Walter wants to do both, you know, he's not gonna he's not gonna argue with him. I think you. So, I, I mean, think you put him on. Uh, you put him on NXT or even Raw or SmackDown. I mean, he's oh, a he, star. That ain't that ain't happening. Don't think so. That's not happening. No, dude. Vince probably got a boner seeing that match. Dude, Walter was on Survivor Series two years ago for like three minutes, and they eliminated him first. Like, I, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to hear anything about what the main roster would do with Walter. Yeah. Um. No, he's. He's he he's he's one of those NXT lifers. I don't think we'll ever see him on on WWE's main roster. And and I thought, look, if they build to a collision course where they have Cross versus uh Walter title mm-hmm. for title and they have and they have the NXT champion just, you know, fly across the fly across the country and work both brands, I think that would be pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a tremendous next main event for Takeover. To be honest, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it immediately. Yeah, I think you got to build up. You got to build up to it. Like okay. Cross, Cross needs to beat a few people first. He can't just like true get that title and then the next thing's Walter. I I feel he had. They have to establish Cross like they've established Walter as being like the unstoppable threat of who can beat this guy. If they, then, um, you, then you put him and Walter together. I mean, we were talking about this on this sports Keto live show or, uh, earlier here tonight. It's like, there is absolutely nobody on that NXT roster right now that you it, it could even put up with, with against cross right now. It, it, so that's where Walters makes the most sense. If they would have booked him, right. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. But they've not booked him well at all since he's debuted. I mean, he lost his first match and he was in this match for five minutes on takeover night. One. I think so. O'Reilly, I think O'Reilly is going to be Cross's first challenger. Mm-hmm. So I, based, I, I, based off what they did tonight. Yeah. Considering he won against Adam. Yeah. Cole, I also would not hate if they had O'Reilly uh, and Gargano feud at some point. Um, for the North American title, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think right now he's above. The I think North that's American. more of a spot for like Roderick Strong. Yeah, yeah, I think they, yeah, they, can, they can do Roddy and Gargano. I think O'Reilly is above that at this point. His stock is still very high uh, since his main events with Finn Balor and now defeating Adam Cole, uh, who I think uh, based on William Regal with a smirk when he said he didn't find Adam Cole, I think Cole's going to SmackDown. Not according to Triple H on tonight's media call. Yeah, but is he really going to say anything? He pretty much said this was just the start of a chapter. They're going, and this is a saga of a story between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole in the two on Tuesday to see the next chapter. Oh, so we're going to get, we're going to get, we're going to get a trilogy just like uh, Gargano and Champa. He was, he was pretty adamant that, O'Reilly and Cole were just getting started. Like they weren't, they weren't, they weren't done. So I, I, I don't hate it because Gargano and Champa was able to make that work for so long. But it was just weird that little smirk that Regal had on his face when he said he didn't didn't find Adam Cole. It's like, oh, he 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 he's banishing him from NXT, and you know. I mean, I guess they can end up doing that if they want to run that storyline on Tuesday and kick him off the show then. Yeah. Um, but he's definitely going to be on it. It certainly, Triple H made it sound yeah. that he would definitely be at NXT this Tuesday. Yeah. And, um, 
Oh, I'm not saying SmackDown tomorrow night. I'm saying. Um, well, no, tomorrow night's already taped. They taped oh. that like forever and a day ago. Um, um, but look, they they were ending the fucking show with him getting on a fucking stretcher. Stretcher, like he shouldn't be any. Honestly, he shouldn't be anywhere next week. No. Um, but he, the Triple H certainly made it sound like that he would be on NXT on Tuesday. Yeah, so, there, there's just that subtle thing that 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 Regal did when he lit a little smirk. I there's something gonna happen. I don't know. Uh, and, and I, I just Colin, Colin SmackDown, man. There, there's some great possibilities with Daniel Bryan, Edge. Um, to me, if Cole gets called up to the main roster, he should just let his contract run out and go to AEW afterwards <laughs> when it's done, um, because they are they aren't going to use him well on the main roster at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's just it it would not it would not be good. So yeah, if they're gonna call him up, like however many however many months or years or whatever left on his deal, like I wouldn't resign shit. I would run out my main roster time, and I would be, you know, I would be going straight to AEW. Then then he shows up on AEW. I thought you were dead. Uh, Vignette for Frankie Monet. And her cute little pup, of course, uh, Ty of Valkyrie. The, I hate the name. Yeah, I, I don't. Hate it so bad. I don't. I don't overly hate it. They should. This should have been the dog's name. <laughs> I don't overly hate it. I um, hope it's a giant swerve, and that's the name of the dog. That would be funny. I would love that. I would. I would pop for that. Yeah, they're that, that, right. It's like they go in spurts on changing people's names. And now they're in a spurt where they are changing names and not yeah. keeping them. So it's weird how they go in spurts like that. But uh, I, I don't weird, hate Weird don't fucking hate. company, man. Weird fucking company. It is. I don't hate the name, though. Uh, excited to see your debut on Tuesday. God, it's so weird. NXT on Tuesday, and we're not recording until Wednesday. <laughs> and Impact's on Thursday. What a wrestling world we live in. Uh, Bronson Reed. Oh, never mind. I jumped ahead. Bronson Reed got interviewed, and uh, by Mackenzie Mitchell, and then um, Gargano showed up. NXT Tag Team Championships Triple Threat Match, and uh, they do it. They do it the style that I love. Three uh, a member from each team in the ring, all at the same time. No uh, uh, no disqualification. Triple Threat rules. And um, God damn, these guys these guys delivered this. this uh, this was probably the second best match of the night, Matt. I guess. I guess. I, yeah, I, I really liked it. I don't know if I. I don't know if I would have said it was the second best match of the show, but I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting it ahead of the opener, and I'm putting it ahead of the main event. Uh, I would. Ha- I would have to really think about that. I did not. Was not planning on on that answer um i thought maybe grizzled young veterans would pin legato and get the win and then continue to feud with msk and build uh msk finally winning the tag titles but i'm fine with msk winning them here too i I really like those guys they've been booked really well um uh so i'm not i'm not uh i'm not mad at the decision matt i'm i'm still surprised they're getting the push that they're getting I called it though. I called it. 
I called them winning the Dusty Cup. I called them getting the tag title. Tag titles, of course, back then we thought we were gonna, they were going to beat or- Lorcan and Birch, who really weren't doing anything with the titles, and then one gets hurt. So, so here we are. Here we are. I think they continue to feud with. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they continue to feud with the Grizzled Young Veterans or not, because that's who uh, Gibson got pinned. And of course, uh, the kickoff show tonight had uh, a number one contenders match. But I, yeah. I mean, nobody in there, nobody, uh, uh, nobody with a mind is going to believe Dane and Drake are going to take the titles off of MSK. So, how dare you? It's the truth. How dare you? It's the truth. I hope they. I, I hope they do. The driving nuts. Well, it wouldn't really drive me nuts, but um. Don't you love how they just dropped the whole storyline about Dane getting kidnapped? Yeah, and, and they just haven't really booked these guys that well ever, ever since the, the, when they were booking them well. But now it's just uh, they just haven't booked them well. And so I would have almost rather had Bruce Hango win the match tonight. And I was so happy they didn't do that. Yeah, just have a little I don't. Of- I don't need to see Bruce Hango against MSK. It'd be a good match, though. Main event time. Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai uh, uh, went about 13 minutes. Uh, Io doing uh, yet another crazy dive off the skull. That, that was good. Um, I believe Gonzalez becomes the first person in NXT to kick out of the moonsault. Um, it was a good match, I thought. It, it was a solid match. Uh, probably got hurt by getting it cut down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love that Raquel Gonzalez got the win. She's come a long way since she was in the uh, Mayon Classic at first. Uh, she's done a tremendous job um, this past uh, year, however, however long she's been uh, in this instance with Dakota Kai. And uh, you know, I like the celebration at the end and uh, uh, the emotion out of her. I, I thought it was a it was a good ending, a, a good ending to NXT Takeover. It wasn't an epic match by any means, but it was a very good match. And I, I liked the, uh, the celebration at the end. What were your thoughts, Matt? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was really good. I thought the right person won. Um, yeah. Look at them! Look at them building new stars. How <laughs> I many, outside of Bianca Belair, how many new stars have been built on Raw and SmackDown lately? <laughs> we just get rehashes of Carmella every four months. Wolf. So that ended night one. We all loved it. Night two coming out, yeah. As I mentioned, kickoff show was uh, uh, kickoff show was uh, Drake, uh, Drake Maverick and Killian Dane against Brizongo. Brizongo coming out dressed as pirates, and uh, Dane and, and uh, Drake at the win uh, there. And uh, we kick off night two with uh, Poppy doing some music, and then uh, we, we started off with the ladder match, Santos Escobar, Jordan Devlin. Uh, I liked it. Some people didn't like the match. I liked it. I liked it for the fact that it was a little more unique. They, they didn't just go uh, balls to the wall like almost every ladder match in NXT. They kind of built up to it, and then once the shit started to fly, the shit flew. Uh, I, I, I kind of – I just like the uniqueness of how they kind of built it together. Um didn't quite have the psychology out of it though, but I still thought it was a solid match. 
uh, in the, I don't think the outcome was ever in doubt, Matt, what were your thoughts? I uh, hated the interference. Yeah. Cause that, that, uh, I thought they go that to that card. That, they go to that card so often. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it took away uh, a lot from the meaning of the match to begin with. Um, I, I thought the match was fine. It was a fine ladder match. I, yeah. My thing is I don't connect with either of these guys. I don't like Jordan Devlin. I don't like Santos Escobar. So to me, it was just a whole bunch of whatever. Um, you what know, a, but you know, I get look to, to everybody that liked it. You know, more power, more power to you. It just, I'm a it, I'm a big Santos Escobar fan. I almost yeah. Think I see, I'm not. I just I never have been. You yeah. know, so cool moment after uh, on the stage with Legato and uh, Santos's son with him holding up uh, one of the belts while Santos holds up the other. Um. They interview MSK uh, afterwards, and then we get to the tag team title match between Shotzi and Ember against The Way. And um, I thought it was a decent little match. Uh, somebody please catch Shotzi. She always seems to never get caught on her dives. <laughs> um, I thought it was a decent little match. Uh, not Maybe not on a takeover level, a good TV match type of quality, I thought. Yeah, it, it was fine for what it was. Yeah, yeah, good TV quality match. Um, but, uh, and I really love Ember and Shotzi. They work, uh, their uh, their chemistry together is so good. Um, I can see them holding the belts for quite a while. For the love of God, someone catch Shotzi when she does a suicide dive. North American Championship. Oh, before that, they show Gable Stevenson at ringside NCAA Wrestling Champion and Stephanie McMahon smiling and clapping way too hard. That was awkward. It was, it was so awkward. That was weird. And um, anyways, North American Championship, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed. I thought this was a tremendous match. I really liked it. Uh, uh, proof that Gargano can really wrestle with anybody. Um, I thought Reed had a good showing here. I think in the loss, he still looked, uh, looked very good. Um, I was a little surprised at, at Gargano winning, but at the same time, um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of thought the way they've been pushing Reed lately, that's with mm-hmm. this, that, that, uh, Gargano was losing, but I was happy. I was happy to be wrong. Um, yeah, I, I thought Bronson probably could have done uh, uh, well with a short run with the title, but uh, Johnny Johnny retaining is definitely not a bad thing either because I'm really liking what they're doing with the way. Uh, but I yeah, I thought they had a good match. Uh, I, I thought they had a really solid match there. Uh, some good uh, good psychology with Reed selling the uh, rib injury. I thought Gargano working with a bigger wrestler uh, did a good job as well. Um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was well done by those guys. Speaking of psychology, how about Finn Balor and Karrion Cross? That was a pretty damn good one, wasn't it, Matt? That's a good shot. My God. The match was – this was tremendous. Um, for me, I still – a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but I thought the main event was the best match of the night. But this was very fucking close. I – it was tremendous what they were doing. And uh, the fact that Balor didn't kick out of that finisher, which I don't think ever has gotten a name yet, but 
that that uh that old forearm to the back of the head. I was a hundred and ten percent expecting a near fall there, Matt. Were you? Uh, at that point, at that point in the match, no, I thought it was done at that point. I thought we were because getting Balor was pretty much st- was pretty much curb stomped into oblivion. Yeah, moments before, and then he was laying there looking like he was fucking dead, and I thought the referee was actually gonna stop the stop the match and just award the match the cross at that point. So uh, yeah, I, I thought they, I thought they were going for the UFC finish. I thought it was fun. I thought it's funny how how Cross's setup has a name the doomsday suplex but his other thing is finishing forearm smash doesn't have a name they'll figure it out they'll figure it out carrying cross gets back the title i thought it was very apropos that carrying cross got the title back that he had never lost from finn balor who uh the same thing happened to him yeah i'm sure finn i'm sure finn didn't have any issues um uh doing the honors to for Cross, because I'm sure he probably related a great deal, yeah, uh, to Cross's situation. I, I don't think he minded one bit. We were talking on Sports Kita uh, just before we started recording here. We were talking about that. Uh, Rick brought up an interesting point that I did not know. It was not planned for Balor to be in NXT this long, which is to me was interesting. Um. So I wonder now, maybe does Balor go chase the title he never lost? Uh, I think putting putting Balor back on the main roster is doomsday for Finn. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting because they said that this was not the plan for him to be there that long. So, you know, I wonder. Uh, I think he's another one of those guys that I, I can't imagine he really wants to go back up there. I hope you're right. But yeah, I thought it was real interesting when they said that wasn't the plan to keep him there that long. Look, I look, I wouldn't be surprised if WWE decides that they want to bring him back up there, but I can't imagine that he no. would want to go back up there. No. And he's another one of those guys where if they're if they're gonna put him back on Raw and SmackDown, it, I would be like, All right, when's my deal up? Hey, right. You know, because I can go I can go work AW, I can go work New Japan again. You know, I can get involved in this whole bullet club, bullet club craziness that's going on. You know, between companies right now, like how about a how about if if I'm Triple H, I'm doing whatever I can to just keep the man happy. How about a how about Tamatanga putting out the uh, the tease saying he'll very help, he'll, interesting saying uh, uh, Tamatanga saying yeah he may offer some help to Moxley. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Bullet very, club. very, very interesting. Bullet Club is fine. Uh, yeah. So, oh man, an- another cool thing was um, when uh, Cross was going for that finisher and and, uh, and uh, Balor Balor countered it with a Pele kick. I thought that was a, a damn good uh, moment there in the match. There, very cool. Good to see Cross. I mean, again. Let's look at that roster. Who is very legitimately going to beat Cross at this point? There is really nobody uh it's going to be interesting to see how they build up the main roster again of course kyle o'reilly getting a big win now but i mean he lost two title matches before that so do you really put o'reilly in that spot who knows you know it's gonna so it's gonna be interesting to see how things play out uh especially tuesday night i think we'll get a, well, a we, good... don't look, we don't even know what cross is supposed to be yeah he's a tweener yeah that's what i'm saying like he's 
he doesn't have any distinct heel or baby face qualities. He's just carrying cross. So to me, they can put him against anybody from either side if if they want to go if they want to go down that road, and he can be fine. Like, you know, I look. No one's going to expect him to win, but they could do they could do cross and Grimes. Yeah, and I'm sure there could be some really entertaining shit along the way between those two leading up to the match. Uh, Champa so, maybe maybe Champa wants to avenge getting his ass completely handed yeah, to him in six minutes. That that I don't want to see. Yeah, because Champa just lost to Walter. I I don't I don't want to see. No, you that needs Tampa to be going from a loss to Walter to going right back to trying to that to needs to be again. That wouldn't make any sense to me. That needs to be built up into where you have Champa take it off across down the line. You got to build that I, up. I don't, I don't see that happening. Yeah, you got to build that. What's yeah. really what's really crazy is I was under the impression that WWE was in plans to fast track Cross for mm-hmm. the main roster. Yeah, so we talked about to, that. So we for him about to win tonight. the championship for the second time tonight, yeah, makes me wonder. Well, when is that going to happen? Yeah, we that, that we were talking about that tonight, and how I was surprised that 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 he won because they could have. They honestly, they could eventually pull a women's. They've done this with the women's title on quite a few occasions already. They could get to a point where they're just like Cross has been signed to Raw or SmackDown or whatever. We're vacating the championship and having a tournament. Well, and like uh, to me, if it's if if it's if it's acceptable enough to do with the women, they should be able to do with the men as well. They did it with Keith Lee because he didn't hold that title for that long. Keith Lee dropped the title across. Yeah, it's not like it's not like they put it up in a tournament or something. Keith Lee dropped the belt. Yeah, but he he so, had, but he had the belt and dropped it pretty quickly. Before. No, I no, I agree. I agree with that. But I'm 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 saying if they don't have anybody that they want to have cross lose to at the, at the time being just put in a fucking tournament. And it almost, and uh, also talking with the show we did, I did earlier tonight. They think, uh, they think O'Reilly and Cole ain't over yet either. Yeah. Like, that's true. That's I said. That's what triple H said tonight. So that's probably going to be while, a trail, while, you, while you were doing your thing. I was doing as much wrestling research around the globe as I could watch an impact, listen to the triple H Shawn Michaels, Post media conference call. I was just trying to, I was trying to get my shit in, brother. Get your shit in. Uh, that's probably going to be a trilogy like Gargano Champa, which this has the emotional level of Gargano and Champa, so I'm all for it. Um, so yeah, maybe you do part two. My thing is, I wish for a saga of that length. I wish that match would have this match in particular would have happened later in the story instead like, of tonight. <laughs> Kind of like uh, what, yeah, Champa Gargano's amazing street fight or whatever that was, or Falls Count Anywhere. I can't remember what the step was, but that one where I just literally sat there for 10 minutes after that match going, wow. <laughs> um, I mean, and that's the thing you could do. If you do fast track cross a month or two down the road to the main roster, uh, Cole O'Reilly, too, could be for the title. You know, you have a tournament, maybe. I like tournaments. Tournaments don't suck um, as long as you book them well. Yeah. Sometimes they, they don't book those things well, but hey. And uh, who's to say that Who's to say that Balor couldn't get the title back? Mm-hmm. Like, who's to say, like, 
That is such it, a good. That was such a good it's feud. De- it's demon time, motherfucker. Ooh. Ah, yeah. You know, ah. like if like everybody's like, there's nobody in NXT to beat Cross, and I like I disagree because oh. oh. Balor showed showed the world tonight that Balor ah. can beat Cross, and ah. if he brings back the demon to do it, that's the perfect send off for Cross to go out to the main roster. So. Like, like, let's not, let's not Good say booking, that there's pal. nobody there yet. Good like, booking, pal. I got some sometimes. Shit. Um, but yeah, yeah, because I mean, shit, that match worked, man. Um, you know what? It, you know, it, when it's when it's said and done, if I go back and watch them both, maybe I will put that match ahead of O'Reilly and Cole. But I don't think so. I, I, I think O'Reilly and Cole was the match of the night. And but still second match of takeover behind Walter and Champa. Uh, so here we go. O'Reilly, Adam Cole, both coming out to create a music entrance number ones and two. Yeah, I did not like this shit at all. I liked it at first, but then I thought about it a little more. I'm like, God, this is so Bush League compared to the undisputed CFO. CFO fucking knocked shit out of the park. And um, if we don't ever hear the Undisputed Era theme again, it's going to be a damn shame. Yeah, I I still hold true to my hope that once we get 100% crowds again, they'll get reunited. Maybe for War Games. I don't I don't think they're ever putting that group back together. Not not in as in those four members that are in now. They could they could there could be another um generation. I don't know. You, you know, you on the, the undisputed era, I don't. I know. don't think it will be. Never those say never. Four guys. Never say never. Yeah, I don't know. if Fish is ever coming back to wrestle. I'm. I don't know. I still think he's. I still think he's hurt. Yeah, he got. From my understanding, so yeah, he got hurt at War Games. So. Yeah, I don't know. I. I no. I honestly think the era can be put back together. Um, I don't think it will be as soon as War Games. That's too soon. Uh. But once we get 100% crowds, I, I say a year from now, maybe. Uh, it, 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 I think it may come back. We'll see. Uh, unsanctioned match between Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly. Um, they had uh, referee Daryl Sharma wearing just a black shirt. So unsanctioned. Make it make it really look unsanctioned. Uh, this was a, a, a f- it was a long masterpiece, but to me it was a masterpiece. Um, I fucking loved it. Uh, I'm about to poke a hole in your masterpiece. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Uh, you're gonna do it. You're gonna do a titty dance on the masterpiece or something. Uh, which was funny because they showed Chris Master. What was that? Was it a Hall of Fame or something? Yeah, the Aussie thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the old titty dance came back onto WWE television. Uh, I I loved it. Um, I thought it was brutal. It was uh, emotional. It was everything that that should have been. And, uh, you know, there's some cool spots. Uh, uh, I loved when they brought out the steel chain because that, that brought me back to when I was in Dallas for WrestleMania weekend, when Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole main evented super card of honor in a chain match. So I thought that was kind of cool. Kind of brought me back to the, the WrestleMania weekend there. Um, poor table didn't buckle on a suplex. That was a little brutal. Um, you know, uh, the, the end with, uh, the chain and the chair upside down. I thought that was a cool spot to finish it on. Um, as we talked on the show, I was on just prior, 
if you would have ended it with O'Reilly hitting the last call, that might have been a good spot to hit it too and shave ten minutes off the match. But uh, even ten minutes probably would have helped a great deal. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I wanted when O'Reilly barely kicked out. I thought that was like such a weak kick out, but yet a a statement that that, that made this that tell to tell the story of just how beat up he was and so when he did that weak kick out i wanted one more good run from o'reilly i didn't expect o'reilly to actually win this match so i was a little surprised that uh that he did because when especially at the end when o'reilly did get back into the uh uh back into the uh, upper hand and then uh cole gets up and hits him with the chair and and i thought oh he's gonna panama sunrise him uh you know maybe into that upside down chair or something and, and, and Cole is going to come out the winner, but you know, Kyle winning was huge because that's going to be huge for him going forward. Cause as you said, that could catapult him back into the title picture. Uh, though he, I mean, he lost twice to Balor, but uh, a fresh food with cross might be cool. Uh, I thought it was absolutely hilarious when Cole knocked out the ref and then yelled at him for being stupid for not counting to three. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Uh, you know, so I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a 40 minute epic match. I loved it. Uh, Matt, poke holes in it. Why on God's green earth would Adam Cole Maybe. crawl onto the chair Maybe. to take that finish? Why in the fuck? Would you crawl onto the chair that you set up that you knew was going to be destructive? Why the fuck would Adam Cole crawl onto the top of that chair to take the finish of that match? He's beating the fuck. That was the he, dumbest. He was beating. He was beating. So, so could have done. He was beating no, so senseless. Was, had no was, idea where he was. It was fucking stupid. Nah, he they should have had. They should have had Kyle put Cat. Cole on the chair. Cap. And then he could have gone up and done the thing. The okay. fact that Cole actually crawled onto that chair to take that finish was some of the dumbest booking I've ever seen in my fucking life. So maybe he was crawling to the chair to the match maybe, to me. Maybe he was crawling to the chair to try to, to take it, to use it on him again. Then they needed uh, a better camera angle to show that. You know, maybe uh, to that's, me that, that's th- not how they can. That's not how that came across at all. Yeah. That did not, that did not take away any of it for me at to all. Me, it took, to me, it took away a great deal. Yeah, because it, I thought I thought the finish sucked ass. Well, I I loved the finish. I thought it was uh, tremendous, and then and there's many reasons you could say of why he was crawling to the chair, and you know there there's many reasons. Uh, you know, I get, I understand what you're saying, but I uh, to me hated it. to me it, hated it. It didn't uh, it didn't it didn't take away for it from me. I thought it still became a great ending, a fucking great move, uh, something you don't see every day. Uh, I, I thought it was a, a great ending, and uh, God, what a good match. What great storytelling. Um, the the comeback by O'Reilly when he was literally dead and could barely t- put that shoulder up. Uh, they did it. They did it, you know. They did the deed. Uh, again, uh, number two on the on the on the overall takeover, Walter Champa won that won that entire thing. Walter Champa is probably going to win the weekend. I I don't. I mean, you really honestly see anything that's going to beat Walter and Champa? If given time, Edge, Roman, and Daniel Bryan, mm, yeah, have the potential to steal the weekend. True, but they have to be given the time 
and they have to be given the allotment to tell the story. Uh, if they uh, give if they give Edge Roman and Daniel Bryan the time that Cole and O'Reilly got tonight, mm-hmm. I guarantee you that match will steal WrestleMania week. Uh, but I don't think they'll get that much time. You take a basic formula like they did at WrestleMania 30. You don't copy the formula, but you take the basic formula and then add your own twists to it. I think I think you've got yourself a winner. I think Cesaro and Seth Rollins could steal the show Saturday too. I think that will be an excellent match, but I don't think it will be given the time. I'm uh, hoping. In, in I order, have, I'm in hoping. order to steal the show. I'm hoping. You know why I think it will have the time, Matt? Look at the rest of the card. Lashley Drew probably going to have some time. Bad rumor Bunny. That's a rumor that's opening. Yep. I hear that too. I'm hearing Sasha and Bianca are actually going to get the main event. You and know I'm why? Telling you right, and I'm telling you right now, Sasha and Bianca could steal the week mm-hmm. if they let them go. Um, and if I'm Sasha and Bianca, I'm fucking insulted by the build I've got the past month. Right. I'm going out there to steal wrestlemania week from everybody else and um, i'm gonna and sasha bang go back and look at vince with the middle finger and say follow that motherfucker right because um, they did those women a disservice and if they if they get the time they very well sasha and bianca could very well steal wrestlemania week you know why the drew and lashley are opening so drew gets the first pop of the night yep yep Which as long makes- as it's not as long as it's not hogan i'm okay with it hogan yeah, Drew. Drew gets. I'm, more, I'm already really annoyed about the SmackDown tomorrow night. All right, we'll talk about that. Oh, I don't even know what's. Even, I don't even know what's on the lineup for SmackDown outside of Andre the, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and the Fatal Four Way for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Yeah, which is a shame. Both that things that's... that could have been in front of a live crowd. Right, and that's, that's a what shame. I have a problem with. That's a shame. All those guys that have busted their ass for this past year. Yeah, just because they want Drew to get the first pop on Saturday night they're not going to do these matches on a pre-show. You could have done it on a Sunday pre-show. Sunday. They they could have done both matches on Sunday's pre-show. Yeah, I understand not not having a pre-show Saturday. I understand that initial pop being Drew and Bobby. Yes, that makes sense. But you could fucking have a pre-show on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I, I feel so bad for all, for so many people in those two matches. Yeah that have worked so hard and look, it's not like grow. Well, crowds are back on Monday. They're not the new Thunderdome is booked through August. So all these guys that have worked this past year are still going to go another four or five months without hearing a legitimate crowd. I don't think that's fucking fair. No, I think that's a really fucking shitty thing to do. It go back to NXT. I thought it was cool. They had more people there. Uh, had some people in the in the the bleachers and a few more people. Yeah, they they really they really opened up the uh, the performance center for for the NXT. And I think that's from my understanding. That's how it's going to be going forward. Yeah, with yeah, NXT, they, they definitely um, want to have that so, type of crowd for Tuesday. Yeah, when they for their first night on Tuesday. Um, I completely, man, my browser is a jacked up right now. There we go. Um, it's all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Not quite. Uh, <laughs> um, lost my train of thought, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a shame. So that's all that is. So is it basically a recap show and then those two matches? 
they said we will see appearances from Edge, Roman, and Daniel Bryan, and the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and the Fatal Four Way for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. That's all they've announced. I mean, I guess there could be something more on there. Um, they're going to have to since they spoiled since the WWE Network Twitter account spoiled the fact that Carmella and and Billy Kay are being added to the women's gauntlet match. They have to set that up on SmackDown Friday. Um, so maybe, God willing, maybe Charlotte and Bailey get added to that as well. I heard we uh, talked talk about, about that. Two, talk about two other women who are you seriously going to leave them yeah. off of WrestleMania? And yeah, we talked about that earlier tonight that uh, you could easily add Charlotte and Bailey to that to that t- tag title thing. And they should win it, too. Um, because let's face it, every other tag team in that match is kind of a joke. Raw and SmackDown go home shows were not good. No, SmackDown. Well, was... we haven't had SmackDown yet. We, but they're calling it WrestleMania SmackDown. So yeah, I, mean... I don't know. I guess maybe I this may I guess this wasn't really a SmackDown go home <laughs> show, but God, it was not a good SmackDown. Um. Yeah, the Logan Paul thing was just shows you how much more talented Bad Bunny is at this. <laughs> uh, I keep hearing he's going to surprise a lot of people on Saturday night. Who? Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny. Oh, man, yeah. he's been working his ass off at the Performance Center. Here. Yeah. I, I hear he's going to surprise a lot of people Saturday night. He's been working. So. He's been working hard. Um, In and out of the ring, though, he's been def- performing, so... I've uh, it's been the best one of the. He best. might be one of the best celebrity crossovers they've ever had. Yeah, um, so I mean, it, like it, the it, guys there almost every single week. Yeah, you know, doing doing everything because you know he's not there for the paycheck. He's there because yeah, you know, he, he fucking he, loves he WWE. Loves yeah, so I mean, I think I think it's I I think it's been one of the best celebrity crossovers they've ever done. They tried to say that though that was real paint. It's watercolor a, paint, maybe, Miss. Yeah. Maybe it's watercolor paint, but it ain't fucking real ass paint. It ain't going to come off, Miss. I had yeah. to write about that today. Did you? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I kind, of, I kind of buried Miss about it. I'm like, yeah, Miss might be telling the truth because it might be watercolor paint, and watercolor paint can stain your hands. But if you want, if you're truly trying to make anybody motherfucking believe that that was actually real, legitimate paint, Miss, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yep. Uh, I liked uh, I liked Cesaro and uh, and uh, R- Rollins's promo in the ring. I thought that was pretty good, uh, but uh, I really wish I really wish they'd let Cesaro talk, show his legitimate personality, mm-hmm. because all you need to do is watch him on the Uno. Yeah, watch him on Uno every week to know how charismatic and funny and. While speaking that he I is, clicked on red. I clicked on red. You and, know, uh, like like the fact that they just let him go out there and be him. Yeah. Uh, and, he would, and he would absolutely be like I've been since he doesn't connect with the WWE universe. I, I think he would act, if you let him go out and be himself, I think he would absolutely connect with the WWE universe. And I think absolutely. he's gonna get a huge pop Saturday night. Absolutely. I, I think he's uh I think Look, that that's going to be another one of the of the really good matches on on the show. It's one of the ones I'm looking the most forward to. So, and uh, look, but, let's let's fade, look, let, let, let's call spade a spade. Is shit as shit as the build 
to WrestleMania has been. On paper, card looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. And normally when WWE has a shitty build and we go in with low expectations, we end up really enjoying that said pay-per-view. Yeah. So we might walk out of WrestleMania over the weekend saying, hey, that's that a damn good WrestleMania. So... Yeah. You agree? You, you in agreement with me that, that Logan, Logan Paul Sammy was pretty lame? I mean, it was fine for what it was. I mean, I didn't care about it either way. Well, uh, we, we, all I, know, we all know it's going to happen. So, I mean, look, they're just doing it for doing it for his 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 view his viewers. They're trying to get people to tune in because give me the views. Yeah, they they need the motherfucking views. I mean, that's 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 all he's there for. I don't. I, like I, I see the people out there like, oh, he's gonna ruin Sammy's and Kevin Owens. Like, no, he's, he's just fucking there to bring bring more eyeballs to the match. I no, mean, that's... he'll he'll deck Sammy, and then Sammy walks into a stunner. So, I don't even think he does that. Oh, okay. Uh, Carmella, <laughs> that's hilarious. Corey Graves getting a getting a little hot and bothered with Carmella. I like Carmella's entrance now. I, I like that a lot. It's the same entrance she's had for months. She has, she been doing that. Well, I, they just haven't used her. I couldn't remember. Felt yeah, new to the, me. The whole, the whole shadow entrance. She was doing that during the whole feud with uh, with Sasha. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Oh well. Uh, and Daniel Bryan, Jey Uso, street fight. I mean, shit. You ain't gonna fuck that up. That was good as usual. So, but yeah, very pretty lackluster SmackDown. Uh, and then Raw came around and uh, and showed you what lackluster is all about, brother. <laughs> Well, that's the definition of raw the past however long. Um, I mean, what was there? Anything? I mean, no, it was trash. I mean, thankfully, I, I watched it on DVR so I could fast forward through everything with Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. Because Jesus Christ, that's just ridiculous. I mean, it's trash. We knew Rhea Ripley was going to turn on Oscar. That was no surprise, you know. Um, Lashley and Alexander was decent, but why the fuck they break up the Hurt Business? I will get into that a little more on our predictions, by the way. Um, and then they added, made the tag match with Bad Bunny and Priest. And the Bad Bunny, and Pri- I mean, the build of that's been fucking, I've, I've loved it. And, and I liked what they did on, this is one of the few bright spots on Raw. Uh, the beatdown with Miz and Morrison on Bad Bunny. The painting thing was kind of dumb, but uh, overall, I thought it was still good to to build the feud. Uh, they've done a great job of building that thing. Um, you know, Riddle and Ali was good. Uh, McIntyre and Corbin, okay. It was a lengthy match to end the, end the night on, but I mean, Raw is just so such a fucking drag, man. Pulling teeth, get through uh, watching that live, and thank God I didn't watch it live this week. Yeah. Uh, real quickly, let's. It's, uh, it's when you get to rough some nights. Let's flash back to last week's uh, AEW, uh, or a couple weeks ago since we missed out. Uh, we were off last week. Uh, thoughts on Christian Cage's debut with Frankie Kazarian, Matt? I just thought it was great. Man. Hey, well, you know, he ain't getting no uh, five minute match. We're getting this guy 16 minutes. And, uh, they did a they did a tremendous job. I thought great match. Um, what do you think of the uh, the QT Marshall stable? I'm I'm still not fully behind it, but I thought the promo was better than it had any any right to be. 
Yeah, and his promo his promo last week was good too. Or this this past for Wednesday, got I keep thinking we're on our, our regular schedule where Dynamite was six days six days ago, but actually Dynamite was just last night. Yeah. Uh, so last night's promo was really good too, and uh, you know, and, uh, we'll get into AEW last uh, last night here in a minute, but uh, I thought it was well done. Uh, it, I thought it was a lesser to a lesser extent though but i thought it was kind of similar to nexus a bunch of younger guys rising up uh but uh, led by a a veteran obviously with qt but i thought it was it was kind of a nexus like thing with a bunch of younger guys rising up and i thought it was a good segment to be honest with you uh there are gonna be your wwe marks that are like oh look they put together another stable you know uh, uh, having a lot of stables means you can tell stories okay uh, I don't think it's a bad thing that they've got all these stables when WWE can barely keep a storyline going for a stable more than a month or two. I mean, so or hard business. Fuck me. And uh, if you didn't know backstage morale went down on that whole breakup of the hurt business. Uh, nobody liked it. Nobody, nobody at all. It's because it was just Vince serving his own selfish agenda to try to make sure that Drew McIntyre gets cheered Saturday night because they were fucking, they were fucking pissing their own diapers over there in Stanford that that there was a damn good chance Bobby Lashley was going to get cheered over Drew and they fucking panicked. And this is what they came up with. So I still think on it. I still think the fucking fan, I still think the fan should cheer Bobby over Drew. It's just a, Give Vince the good old middle finger and say, "Yo, fuck yourself, buddy." You think uh, what? You think what I, now? I, I think the fans should still cheer for Bobby. Oh, they will. I think they will. Saturday as a middle finger to Vince McMahon to say, "Fuck you, buddy." They, I think they uh, will, uh, and, and and not just because I don't know if they will because they've booked him so poorly the past couple weeks. I, I think yeah, the blue maybe. might be off the rose a little bit. The the job um, he's they, done they, though. They've purposely sabotaged. They have sabotaged that man. Yeah. In 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 favor of making sure Drew gets his WrestleMania moment on, on Sunday, on Saturday. And it kind of, kind of, kind of irks me a bit. Don't get me wrong. I love Drew, mm. but you didn't need to sacrifice Bobby Lashley for your, for Vince's, you know, little agenda here. Well, and that's they, didn't really, all it is. they didn't really sacrifice Lashley more. They more sacrificed Shelton and Cedric. <laughs> yeah. But they're sacrificing everything that Bobby's built the past couple months. Yeah. In order to make sure that he's going to be booed. Um, yeah. Like, why the fuck is Bobby Lashley the, the, the badass that's stepping up and fighting everybody, not afraid of anybody, all of a sudden asking for the help from the 205 Live locker room yeah. to fucking take out Drew McIntyre on the road to WrestleMania? Like, they've completely just, they've sabotaged this man on, on the road to WrestleMania because they were worried that Drew was, was going to not get the favorable reaction. And I think I, I, I think if they would have went status quo, they both would have got pops. Yeah, I think I think I think it would have been a relatively 50-50 crowd, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I think Do it would have been a cool a cool thing to have yeah. right out of the gate. Yeah, and I don't I don't think either one of those guys would have got booed. I think they both would have got pops coming out. So yeah, I think they fu- uh-huh. I think they fucked up. No, they, but what else is new? Yeah, they fuck up all the time, so we're just used yeah. to it. Uh, AEW, uh, yeah, so new new stable there, which uh, quit bitching about the stables. It's not a bad thing. Shut up. Moving on. Uh, 
Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky getting teamed together. What are your thoughts on that? It's fine. I, I, I it's kind of, it, to me, it's kind of worrisome. It, to me, it kind of says, we don't know what to do with either of these guys right now. Let's make them a tag team. I mean, to me, it sounds like something WWE would do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not like over the moon over it, but I'm assuming they have some kind of plan because they featured them in the uh, in the Stan Lance Archer segment on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Like they they don't when they do those shots like that, it's not by accident. There's normally a reason behind doing that. So, <coughs> excuse me. We'll see where we'll see where it leads. Moxley calling uh, Cesar Bonani a, a Baywatch lifeguard. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, so Bonani took on Moxley there. Uh, apparently there's a little mini stable with uh, Bonani, Ryan Nemeth, and J.D. Drake as well. Um, Team Taz still showing cracks. Uh, oh, the, one of the best parts of uh, last week, uh, MJF in the uh, dressing in the pinnacle dressing room. And uh, they complain about the smell coming out of the bathroom. They open the bathroom door, and there is four-fifths of the inner circle. I thought that just that part there was fucking awesome. They try to escape. Jake Hager is by the door, and a fucking great brawl ensued, didn't it, Matt? <coughs> yeah, it was uh, It was very entertaining. Yeah, it was... Bear, that... bear with me as all of a sudden my throat decided to turn heel. <laughs> turn heel. My God. In the process of getting a cop drop to see if I can fix them. Man, that was a tremendous way to bring the inner circle back, though. Um, well done. We got even more with the inner circle uh, with uh, last night's show that we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, we got uh, Don Callis uh, slapping Matt in the face. More to come on that. Uh, then we got uh, the Good Brothers with Kenny Omega taking on uh, Phoenix Penta L Zero M and Laredo Kid. Very tremendous trios match there with those guys. Um, after the match, Moxley comes out by himself uh, to stand up against the Good Brothers and Kenny, and the Young Bucks join uh, Moxley to create an interesting dynamic. Which I instantly said, "Oh look." The Young Bucks are going to turn heel on John Moxley the following week, and look at what they did. I fucking called, yeah. I called that shit on Twitter right after uh, they announced that six man tag. Uh, Nyla Rose and the Bunny took on Hikaru Shida and Take Conti. Conti continuing to impress, and then and Arcade Anarchy wasn't too excited about this. Didn't know what to expect, but it turned out to be a great main event. It was amazing. Yeah, it, I did not have high hopes for this, and it turned out to be great. Fucking Chris Statlander in the claw machine. Sue bringing Trent back was so epic. I fucking loved it. Uh, we, we should never underestimate the best friends in a blow-off feud gimmick match ever again. Right? right? Between, the, between this and the parking lot brawl, if the best friends are in a blow-off gimmick match feud, it's going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. So. <laughs> it had everything. It was so good. I loved it. 
I I was groaning a little bit at it, and then once it happened, I'm like, ah, oh, this is this is so good. Fucking uh, uh, waving at Sue after the match, and uh, Statlander is now a best friend. Uh, so I think that's a good fit putting her in with uh, with uh, Chuck and and Trent and Orange. I like the idea of mixing women in with these stables. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think it's a really good thing to establish that the women's division in AEW is just as important as the men's division. Yeah. I, I think it's a very smart thing to do, and I, I think it, it comes across really well. Because I mean, right now you've got you've got Bunny and the CFO, you've got Chris Statlander with the best friends, you have seemingly Ty Conte with the Dark Order. Not official, but. Pretty not much. official, but it's about as official as you can get with negative she, one she, managing she, her. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. She ain't doing this yet, but uh, yeah, but it, it's just I, I think it's really, really good that, that that they're establishing their women on that front. Yeah, to be on equal footing with the men. Yeah, uh, and I think that's super important and something that not nearly enough wrestling companies do. Yeah, and Ty Conti's been doing a hell of a job lately and uh, is definitely deserving of the number one uh, contendership right now. I want, I, look, I want Britt to get the title from Sheeta, but who I want to see Britt eventually lose the title to, I want it to be Conti. Mm-hmm. So, like, to me, that's the next two, those are the next two champions as far as I'm concerned. That, that's who I, I want to see Britt beat Sheeta, and then I want to see Conti beat Britt. Like, I don't want to see it immediately. Like, I don't want to see Brent, like, drop it in, like, a month. But let's say Brent wins at Brent – win, Brent wins the title at double or nothing, which is what I'm expecting. By all out or full gear, I could see Ty Conti uh, beating Brent for that title. And by so, then, uh, then by <clears throat> the Thunder Rosa's contract, NWA will be up, and then you can have Thunder Rosa and Ty Conti have a feud. Oh yeah, because Thunder. I can't imagine that Thunder Rosa won't be a part of AEW full time once her once her deal's up. Yep. Dynamite last night kicked off with a very f- a sweet scene. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, uh, Jericho has been pushing back in black, which is on the new shirts. So, all members of the inner circle showing up in black rides, all coming out to the parking lot. I thought that was a very cool open. Um, then we kick off with uh, Hangman Page and Max Caster. Max again, cutting a good rhyme. I, I thought Hangman and Max had a good little ten-minute match, Matt. I, I, I uh, again, uh, the young guy Caster is is kind of proving his worth with uh, AEW here in singles competition. And uh, hey, last yesterday was National Beer Day. So uh, you have to have Hangman win and drink some beers afterwards, right? Some page wisers. Uh, good old uh, Hangman. Apparently, uh, Death Triangle was back together. We we uh, in weird booking. We thought Penta was a heel, uh, while Phoenix and pa- and Pack were uh, were baby faces, and now they're all together again. Um, Phoenix and Pack get a tag team title match next week against the Bucks. Uh, best friends interrupted them saying, Hey, uh, it's kind of our turn. Uh, you know, uh, we don't, we didn't, we do uh, orange did not forget what you did to them back in the day, back in the day, like a few months ago, that is, <laughs> um, 
but then uh you know trent goes okay we'll 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 work our way back up there but the boys are back in town and we got an alien with us too uh inner circle comes out and my god was that not one of the best promos jericho's cut yeah besides besides when he pulled sid um it was great uh what did he do he said that uh he said that wardlow had a uh, million dollar brand and a 13 cent body which obviously was meant to be the other way around. So pulled a Sid. <laughs> he pulled a Sid. That's that, that's the kind of decision that Sid used to do. <laughs> yep, I remember. <laughs> oh man, it's no longer being a Mark, Matt. It's being a Max. So I don't know. Mark sounds better, anyways. Mark sounds more derogatory. Um. God, that, yeah, that was a tremendous promo there by Jericho. Um, <laughs> talking about Tully, he was nothing more than the third string member of the Four Horsemen. Ranking between Ole Anderson and Paul Roma. <laughs> I forgot Paul Roma was a horseman. Oh, my God. Uh, man, some good stuff there by Jericho. Uh, and guess what it ends up with? We're going to get blood and guts, baby. Finally getting it. Something we were promised, but then the pandemic hit. We're going to get it, though. May, what, 5th? May 5th episode. So about four weeks away on Impact, on Impact, on Dynamite. Maybe it's on Impact, Matt. You never know. Forbidden Door's open, right? Hey, Speaking of that Forbidden Door, come on. <clears throat> come on, Tomatonga. Come on. Oh, man, he shows up. Oof. Is G.O.D. still together? And in, in, in uh, New Japan, yeah, pretty sure they're holding the tag. Pretty sure they're tag champs right now. That would, that would kind of even the odds, wouldn't it? Will Eddie and <clears throat> God and and Mox? Could happen. I think they 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 teased uh, Sammy Callahan teased getting involved on Twitter this week too. Mm. So plenty of possibilities. Uh, Christian got uh, courted by Taz to join Team Taz. Interesting. Uh, not going to happen, though, but I would love to see a Christian they're, King. They're, they're going to they're gonna reunite the, the relatives of Christian Cage and Brian Cage. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be. That's what this is all leading to. Yeah, well, Christian Cage yeah. is going to help get Brian Cage out of Team, out Taz. Of Team Taz, and they're going to somehow be related. I don't know Step what relation they're going to say that they have. Did we just become they, best friends? They're they're going to do some kind of relationship between Christian Cage and Brian Cage. Whatever you do, give me a fucking Christian Cage Ricky Starks match. Pronto. Oh, we're definitely we're definitely getting that. Oh my God, will that be good? Yeah, that's that. That's definitely happening. Uh, Jurassic Express took on Bear Country in a Kong versus Godzilla cross promotion. Uh, if you look at one of Bear Country, you're never going to unsee the fact that one looks like a monstrous cash wheeler. You will, you will not unsee it if you look close enough. To, I don't even know which bear it is. It's either Bear Bronson or Bear Boulder, or Bear Naked. I don't know who it is, but 
<sighs> Jurassic Express with the win there. Um, yeah. Uh, then we got the good uh, the good promo I talked about from QT Marshall. Uh, Anthony Agogo, he could talk too, man. I thought he had a, a good little small promo as well. And uh, how about that line? Uh, Aaron Solo's not going to be known anymore as just somebody's boyfriend. <laughs> it, it's our weekly segment with Tony Schiavone and... And uh, we stand actually cut a promo this week. Yeah, I liked uh, I liked the promo back and forth between him and Archer. I didn't hate it at all. I thought Jake was pretty good too. Um, I'm trying to think of the line Jake said that fucking made me crack up, but I can't think of it right now. I just I w- I wish they would I wish they would do something different with with Sting. And if you, if the only thing you have for him on any given week is is this, just don't do it. Like I'd rather have a backstage segment with with Stan and Archer, other than yeah, they go to the well. Over Tony Schiavone introducing him every week and somebody they go cutting to, him off. Yeah, they go to that well too often with Tony Schiavone and Stan. Tony Schiavone, the, the funny thing is, Tony Schiavone said this week, he's like, and this never gets old. And I'm like, oh, it kind of does, Tony. It's kind of gotten old. <laughs> Darby Allen took on JD Drake. Um, yeah. Okay, a little match there. Yeah, I thought it was good. Drake, uh, Drake kind of reminds me of a little bit of Kevin Owens in in some regards. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people say that. Yeah, um, and uh, he's regarded pretty highly in the uh, uh, in, in the uh, IWC community. So, um, I can't remember what the tag team name. He was in a tag team that people saw, thought was the one of the best tag teams in the Indies at that point. You know, almost kind of on the level of the Super Smash Brothers. Um, you know, and so he, he definitely has some talent there, and uh, but uh, no surprise with Allen getting the win there. Uh, Butcher shows up, and uh, the Matt ha- the Hardy family office uh, comes out and uh, attacks, and uh, Sting and the Dark Order make the save, and uh, then Ty and the Bunny get mixed up. Uh, I thought it was f- I thought it was pretty funny. Bunny was yelling at. Uh, uh, at the announcers to clear the table off, not knowing that that, that her uh, her friends got uh, ran off. Uh, that's setting up uh, Matt Hardy and Darby Allen, I think, next week, isn't it? Should have taped tonight. Let me see if the spoilers are out yet. Jericho interviewed by Marvez and the Pinnacle attack from behind, and I swear to God, I think Jericho headbutted Marvez on that attack. Oh wow. Oops. Uh, the no, pinnacle. No, no, no spoilers out for Dynamite yet. Good. Hopefully they, hopefully they don't get out. Yeah, I don't want to know. Uh, yeah. uh, the the pinnacle locked the rest of the inner circle in their locker room while they beat up Jericho, and and uh, they eventually break themselves free by just destroying the door. But who makes the save on Jericho? None other than Mike Tyson. Uh, I thought this was a, a great segment. I thought Tyson did really well. Uh, obviously, history between Tyson and Jericho, and so it was kind of interesting how uh, he helped helped uh, Jericho out. But uh, in the end, um, in the end, I thought it was a tremendous segment. 
Uh, the inner circle has a manager in their corner, like uh, like the pinnacle will have with Tolly at, at Blood and Guts. I fully expect uh, Tyson to be back for Blood and Guts and and be in their corner. And uh, I thought it was a, a tremendous use of Tyson there last night, Matt. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, Britt Baker with Reba. Um, talk. I like uh, Britt's new T-shirt, by the way. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say it's finally a Britt Baker shirt that I actually like. I mean, it, hey, I, you don't like the, the bloody face one. I don't like the bloody ones. I don't. I don't. I, I would never wear that. Uh, well, this, this actually, one, I, this one I will wear, and this one I'll probably. I was gonna say, doesn't this one have up. her bloody face in it, kind of, but in the letters or something? Not that, not that I noticed. I'll, oh. Okay, now you're gonna make me go to shopaw.com while we're on here. I will look while you talk. Well, I was looking myself while I talk. Oh, we're both looking then. So, what are we gonna do? I like the classic Sting shirt that they uh, top rope Tuesday, the limited edition shirt. I yeah, am right, but, but but it's in it's all in red. It's really hard to tell. Yeah, I'm still I'm still compared right, to. I'm still right. Shut up. I'm still right. It's that I can't. I could wear that without worrying about anything. I like. I still like that shirt. I like the. I like the new inner circle shirt too. The back in black. That's all right. And uh, I dig it. I dig it. I'm not super big on the shirts with the actual talent on them. Me either. Like, like, like the only one I own with an actual wrestler's face on it from AEW is uh, is I have the Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I got that one too. I got because it was like six bucks at Hot Topic. Yeah, that's that's the that's the only one I I have. Every other one doesn't have. No, I I, I lied. I think one of my Hangman Page shirts have him on it, but it's my, it's, more my like, it's more like a wanted a wanted poster. My Omega. Do you remember that one? My Omega shirt has Omega on it doing the pose. I think like, my Omega one is is his silhouette. I don't think he's actually on the shirt. But yeah, like the no. one, like there's one with Moxley on it. I don't. It's like I don't like. I'm not a fan of that one. Yeah, there's a bunch one. There's a bunch with Moxley on it. And that's why I don't have them. I have the only Mox shirt I have is the uh, is the spray paint Mox over the AEW logo. Uh, I would have more Mox shirts if less Mox shirts had Mox on them. <laughs> I kind of like the one where his backs to the uh, showing. It's, like he's, he's yeah, looking over his shoulder. Okay. I kind of like that one. There's another one that that just came out that I'm not really a fan of. Uh, Ty Conchi and then uh, Bunny uh, take it uh, square off, and uh, Conchi continuing her hot run. So you say no, uh, a negative one's her manager? Is that how they're doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He uh, manages her on every episode of Dark. The Dark, and yeah. He, and he managed her on. Essentially, a manager on Dynamite uh, last night as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, like they haven't a, they haven't blatantly said she's part of the Dark Order, but she's pretty much as as much Dark Order as she could possibly be. Like she she was even in uh, Anna J's spot on uh, Being the Elite this week. So those things keep getting shorter. That was like only a ten minute episode this week. Well, I think they do the what they were setting up this week with the box and they really couldn't do much teasing with that. So they had to, we they had Ken- to make it short this week. So since the band's back together, uh, we, uh, uh we're going to get Kenny back on being the elite finally. I, I would imagine. So I would imagine that's what this is all building. 
this was all building to. Mm. So next week on Dynamite TNT Championship Falls Count anywhere, Darby Allen, Matt Hardy. Thank God um, that's being pre-taped. <clears throat> World Tag Team Championships, Bucks against Pack and Phoenix. So yeah, they're definitely not dropping them after turning heel. Why not? Why why couldn't Mox toss them the titles? Oh well, maybe, 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 maybe uh, uh, some God. Forbidden door opens up, you know. Uh, Anthony Agogo in ring debut. I, I don't know about that. Where's Where's Tomatonga right now? Oh. Is he in Japan? If, he, if he's not in Japan, I mean, I guess it's possible. Tom, but... Tom is the one that's doing the teasing. So, yeah, I, I don't know where he is right now. I don't know if he's over there with New Japan or if he's actually if he's over here in the states right now. But I I, I could see Moxley costing the Unbox the tag title. Okay, uh, I wouldn't hate that they put it on Pac and Phoenix. Well, that way they well they've already set up the best friends against Death Triangle. Mm-hmm. So to me, it would actually make sense for Mox to cost the Young Bucks the tag titles, mm-hmm. and okay. and then they can go on from there. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But you I'm sold me. You, I, you I, sold me with that book, and pal. I'm, I'm just I'm I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, so Anthony Agogo's in ring debut. Uh, Red Velvet against Jade Cargill. Dax Harwood against Chris Jericho. Uh, Tyson is a special enforcer. Um, only one uh, person allowed at ringside, so Cash will be with Dax and Sammy with Chris. Uh, this is a damn good lineup next week, Matt. Yep. Really our, first, uh, our first Wednesday recording in some time. I think uh, back in the day we used to record on Wednesdays. I don't know. We've changed so many times. <laughs> going to be hashtag... Good shit, pal. I'm gonna be so hype recording right after a dino might. We're we're gonna be. I think we're gonna be tired. We're gonna be. We're gonna be rustled out. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be the truth. It's like there's no break in wrestling till a week from Saturday. There's a break, right? A week from Saturday. We'll find out. Yeah, start next week. It's Monday to Friday, baby. We got something every day of the week, baby. Uh, main event, Good Brothers Kenny taking on Bucks and Mox. Good little match. Uh, I kind of liked. Uh, I kind of liked the whole struggle that that the Bucks had with uh, with the turn and then finally turning. I know you hated it because it was kind of predictable. I liked how they executed it at least, and I kind of like that they're all together now. I thought the super kicks on Mox looked really weak, and that was my biggest issue mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, that. I mean, okay. it, it's I, not that. Look, I knew it was coming, so I mean, I, it's not like I was like annoyed by it, but like I thought the super kicks on Mox, like the initial ones when he had Omega in the choke, they looked pretty bad, especially Nick. Like it doesn't. He, I I went back and watched it a couple times. I don't even know if it actually connected with Mox at all. So that kind of bugged me. I'm excited for the future, though. So. Good stuff happening in the AEW's pal. All right, Matt. WrestleMania 37 is Sunday and Saturday. But uh, first, who's your pick to win the Battle Royal on Friday? I hope Nakamura wins. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. 
there's like literally only three guys that kind of matter and the rest are real jobbers. Jobbers. If I counted right. Jobbers. Jobbers. Night one. Bunch of fucking jobbers. Tag team turmoil match winners get the tag champions on night two. Uh, let's let's just put the pipe dream of Charlotte and Bailey aside. Uh, who do you go with outside of that? We got Lana, Naomi, Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, Riot Squad, Natalia, Tamina, and uh, probably Carmella and Billy Kay. Wait, we're already picking Mania. That's where we're at, pal. Already picking Mania. Uh... We've, we've been on. Uh, we've been on a. Uh, we, we, didn't the pick, we, didn't pick the, we didn't pick the SmackDown tag title match. Oh yeah, I guess we could do that. Is that's why. That's change? why I was shocked because we were. We were. I do think there's going to be a change. Uh, so that's why I was surprised we didn't talk about it. That's why I was surprised you you jumped right from blame blame the fucking booking for putting it on Friday Night SmackDown instead of Mania. Fair point to that. Not arguing that. Who's walking out? I think I think uh I think the father son team win. Yeah, and which makes the fact it all the shitty it makes it yeah. all the shittier that they're not gonna do that in front of a live crowd. I fucking tweeted this out not realizing I don't know if they had announced it yet until maybe that SmackDown, but I think it was the beginning of SmackDown. I go, man, it's going to be so good because I, 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 I said on Twitter, it's going to be so good because I expect Dominic and Ray to win, and it's going to be a great WrestleMania moment. And they're not even going to fucking put it on WrestleMania. Yep. All right. Got that bullshit out of the way. Uh, ta- <laughs> if, if. That's how ba- you really feel, buddy. If Bailey and Charlotte do not team up, who would you. Uh, have win the tag team turmoil match. It's I guess problem. Mandy and Dana. Yeah, because I just because you know I I'm gonna say Riot I'm, Squad. I'm partial to I'm partial to Mandy, but yeah, Riot Squad wouldn't be a bad choice either. I feel that it's going to be Lana and Naomi, and I don't want that, but I think that's what we're gonna get if Charlotte and Bailey aren't in there. But I'm gonna pick Mandy and Dana because you know I like Mandy. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Riot Squad. I think Lana and Naomi already had their chance, but I guess maybe they're building to Lana and Naomi. I'm just not feeling like they are anymore. That that feud with Lana and Nia Jax kind of went by the wayside. So, you know, I don't know. It's probably gonna be Carmella and Billy Kay. Or maybe they just surprise the fuck out of us and reunite the Iconics. Just just do that. Why not? That would get a pop, wouldn't it? That's what they should have done. As I drink my pop. Cesaro, Seth Rollins in what could be a show stealer, one of the most looked forward matches that I am personally looking forward to. Uh, this is... Uh, to me, a vehicle to push Cesaro into the Universal title match against Roman Reigns down the line. Cesaro's going to beat Seth Rollins here. Matt? Cesaro should, Cesaro should win, yes. I agree. I, I feel like he's going to win either way, you know, regardless. My my thoughts are Vince booking. I think Cesaro is winning. Uh, and then get fed, he'll probably get fed to Roman a couple months later. Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon, and probably the uh, – 
I don't give a shit match of the night. Uh, I guess Braun wins. Right? He fucking should. I mean, I'm not guaranteeing it, um, but he should. Shane will probably jump off the cage through a table. I mean, there's just, there's no, well, if he does that, then he wins. He'll miss. Yeah, but I mean, he jumps to it, jumps onto a table on the outside of the ring. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Steel cage rules. Yeah. So. <sighs> you know, I, what a there, shitty. There's, fucking... there's, there's absolutely no reason for fucking Shane McMahon to win that match. No. There's just none. There's no reason for so, Shane McMahon to be wrestling either, so. Raw Tag Team Championships, New Day, Styles, and Omos. Omos is in-ring debut. Uh, yeah, I completely expect Styles and Omos to take the titles. They have to. Like, Styles has eaten two pinfalls for no fucking reason lately. That too. I think they, they have to win now. Uh, Bad Bunny, Priest, Miz, and Morrison, hey, hey, ho, ho. Uh, this is an obvious finish. Yeah, totally obvious. Uh, Bad Bunny is going to shine. Look for it. Look for it. He's going to do awesome. I'm going to save the men for last and put the women up next. Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, Shasha, Shasha. I've been talking all fucking day. It's 1 a.m. here and 2 a.m. for Matt. So, uh, SmackDown Women's Title, Sasha and Bianca. Matt, what are your what are your prediction on that one? I feel like Bianca has the plan. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Corey Graves keeps pimping her as the next uh, is going to be a world champion someday. Well, that's going to be on Saturday. All right. This is going to be the interesting thing for me here. Um, I'll start off with my prediction and see what you think here. WWE championship, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre. The, The fact that this is going on first and Drew McIntyre is going to be the first guy out to get that WrestleMania pop. Yeah. I think Bobby Lashley retains. You're out of of your mind. Well, I'm I'm going Bobby Lashley. No, because if they did that, Vince wouldn't have sabotaged him on the way to Mania. Drew's winning this. I say that because they are putting the Hurt Business back together when we least expect it. And they're going to cost Drew the match when the ref is out or not looking or something. I am going Bobby Lashley. I'm going that you're on drugs. I wish. <laughs> Night do of WrestleMania. Also seven matches on the card as there were seven matches in night one. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler take out whoever wins the tag team turmoil match. And uh, Matt, whoever wins the tag team turmoil match is going to be the new champions. I fucking hope so. I think Shana, I, don't, I don't give a shit who it is. I think Shayna turns on Nia and beats the fuck out of her. And we get the old Shayna back. I, I worry it's the other way around. I think we, yeah, maybe. Uh, don't sleep on this match. This is going to be a tremendous one. Riddle and Sheamus. For the United States Championship, I th- I said this on the show two weeks ago. I think this is kind of a way to crown Sheamus for the work he's done in the past year. Riddle is beloved by Vince. This won't hurt him a bit. He's still going to be on TV 
multiple segments every week. Sheamus wins against Riddle. Matt Riddle retains. We uh, got some disagreements here. Vince, Vince loves Riddle way way too much. There's no way he's dropping the title. What the fuck is that bird thing? They fly with the sandals, man. Vince must be smoking what Riddle smokes. My God, that was, that is just dumb. I digress. Shut up! Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, this is just uh, just uh, uh, the fact that they have a one-on-one match. These lifelong best friends have a li- uh, one-on-one match at WrestleMania is tremendous. Uh, they are going to also probably steal the show. Logan Paul is probably going to help Kevin Owens. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, if not, he'll eat a stunner. But uh, uh, KO wins this one. Agreed. In whatever the fuck a Nigerian drum fight is, uh, Biggie and Apollo Crews, uh, they can't keep having Apollo Crews come up and uh, uh, lose every time and then still have them have another title match without putting it on him at WrestleMania. That's just Vince Logic 101. Shut up! Apollo Crews wins. I'm going Big E because I think Apollo Crews' gimmick's already dead on arrival, and I think it would be a disservice to for to, lo- to lose at WrestleMania. So. Apollo loses a seventh time. Just fucking put him in OVW. Dude, it's, the gimmick's trash. So I, I, I don't, I don't see, I don't see him winning. I've I liked, really don't. I've liked the gimmick. I haven't hated it. Oh, I've hated it. Alex, or no, yeah, Fiend with Alexa Bliss. The Fiend against Randy Orton. I've been going back and forth on this one. I think Randy Orton's going to win, Matt. Fiend crushes Randy Orton. This is going to be the shortest match of the weekend. I worry. I just worry. We're really at odds here. I did not expect this. I worry. I I worry with Vince booking. Shut up! That Orton's burying the Fiend. Not happening. You have, to worry. you have nothing to worry about. Okay, thank you. Asuka, Rhea Ripley, uh, they sure didn't uh, you know, put the rocket up Rhea's ass to lose, did they? I think Rhea wins, but I'm not 100% confident on that either. All right, here we go. Rhea wins. Asuka then teams with Io Shirai, and they uh, form a tag team. And then Charlotte resumes her program with Rhea Ripley. Rhea gets her win back against Charlotte at SummerSlam. How do you like that booking? I mean, it's it's possible, but who knows? Do you think Io is coming up? I, I so. don't. I don't. I don't want her to, no. but women's division needs a shot in the arm, but it also needs creative booking as well. They've got to get the shot in the arm. Becky and Ronda are on their way back. That's true. And finally, triple threat. For the universal title, Roman Reigns, Edge, Daniel Bryan, Matt. I'm going to say Edge, but I'm not confident on it. Um, I'm going to stick to my theory that I've had for weeks now. That Bryan is inserted into this. 
to take the pen from Edge and keep Roman's unpinned streak intact, which has gone back to October of 2019 was the last time Roman has been pinned. So I'm going to go Edge pinning Daniel Bryan. There you go. So there you have it, kids. Uh, there's our WrestleMania predictions. Um, that's going to do it for this edition of Lost in the Midcard. Uh, enjoy SmackDown tonight. Uh, hopefully it's good. Enjoy uh, Mania on Saturday and Sunday. Raw after Mania is usually pretty good, so that should be entertaining for us. Then we got NXT debuting on Tuesday, and AEW has a great lineup on Wednesday. So we've got a, a full five days of goodies coming our way. Uh, thank you to spiderduck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, any of your favorite podcasting apps. Just search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit the subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way, which is now going to be every Thursday, as we will now be recording every Wednesday after Dynamite goes off the air. We're on the YouTube. Links is on Facebook.com slash Lost in the Midcard, as well as the Twitter at LITMC Podcast. Make sure you uh, give us a little uh, follow ski on the YouTube. Uh, hit the bell icon so you know when the videos go live. Give us some thumbs up. Give us some comments. Help us out a little bit on the YouTube. We really appreciate it. Matt is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. I am on the Twitter at JB Huskers. And before we ride off into that sunset, Matt, what are your final thoughts as we head to WrestleMania? Oh, I really, I really hope we get a good show this weekend. Because uh, the build hasn't been good at all. But like I said earlier on the show, normally when the build isn't the best is when WWE manages to really surprise us with a great uh, a great pay-per-view. So I'm hoping that's what we get. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of show stealers on here. Uh, Bianca Sasha, Cesaro Rollins, um, uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Riddle and Sheamus, maybe not as much, but... Uh, you know, they had a tremendous match on SmackDown, so maybe they sneak up and, and steal a show as well. Uh, maybe we get some surprises. Um, oh, uh, I said, I met Matt, Matt real quick. I mentioned this on, uh, on the sports Kita broadcast tonight. You know, there's nothing for Bailey right now. If they don't pair her with Charlotte for this tag team turmoil, you know what, you know, it'd be kind of cool. Matt is if they have Bailey go to the ring and complain about not being at WrestleMania and then you bring in two women that you just mentioned to lay the smackdown on Bailey. Kind of a little special moment bringing back Rhonda and Becky. What do you think? Well, they they could do it. They could do a ding dong hello. Yeah. At WrestleMania and have like Becky be behind the door. Man, what if you Becky? Know, or, what if Becky and something like that? What if Becky and Rhonda are in the tag team turmoil match? I, I, I don't think so- I don't think both of them are coming back immediately. I think Becky will be back before Rhonda's back. Yeah. Rod has been training though, so it's hard to tell. Well, let's uh, let's enjoy WrestleMania, man. Let's hope uh, we get some surprises and some moments we have to talk about. Thank you for tuning in to Lost in the Midcard. We will be back at you now Thursday, Thursday now, and uh, we'll give you our reactions to everything in between. Have a good one.